Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. KCBS Radio, original podcasts. This time of year is a confusing one for my family. We celebrate Christmas, of course, but we're also Jewish on my dad's side. Unfortunately, according to my grandma, we're bad Jews. We used to celebrate the major holidays, especially Hanukkah when I was little. I have fond memories of getting gifts and guilt, chocolate money, every year mixed in between Thanksgiving and Christmas, of spinning dreidels and playing hide the matzah. But now that my cousins, my brother, and I are all grown up, these traditions have fallen to the wayside. This year, being the first winter in a while where COVID-19 doesn't seem to loom quite as large, I wanted to change that. I set out to learn something new about the holiday of my youth. When people think of Hanukkah, they often think of menorahs and latkes with applesauce and sour cream, which makes sense. If you've never had a proper latka, a real crispy potato pancake, you're missing out. But there are other traditions, other foods that are important during this week. Of course, I picked the one I couldn't pronounce. Sufganiyat. Sufganiyot? I embarrassed myself many times this week pronouncing this wrong, bringing shame on myself and my ancestors. From KCBS Radio, I'm Natalia Gravich, and this is Bay Current. Okay, I I have trouble pronouncing Sufganyat sometimes, so can you just say it a couple times so I make sure I get it right? Sufganyot. Sufganyot. Okay, very good. Yeah, I, I'm Jewish, but I'm embarrassed sometimes I don't pronounce it right. You're doing a good job. Thank you, I try. But I'd heard of this Jewish donut before, especially popular in Israel. I'd seen it pop up on my Instagram feed around this time of year in the past. Golden brown spheres of fried dough stuffed with strawberry jam or vanilla custard, dusted with powdered sugar. I'd seen this before, knew that it had something to do with Hanukkah, but had no idea what it meant or why it was a specialty of this holiday. So I sought out an expert. Oh, okay, so are these the uh, the prepped ones? Yeah, these are now on the rack, waiting to go into the fryer, in the oil. Yeah. How many are you guys making today? Today is only, not too much, only 500. Oh, only 500, okay. Frenna Bakery is a kosher bakery just south of Market Street. The orange awning is the first thing that catches the eye as I walk down Taylor to the corner storefront. The second is the cracked front window. 
Even though the area can be a bit rough, it didn't prevent owner Isaac Yosef and his two co-owners from filling a great gap in San Francisco when his bakery first opened in 2016. Isaac is the one who had to school me in my pronunciation. We are from Israel. And for me, in Israel, or the idea, I moved here a few years ago, but the idea of a bakery for us is different than Israel. A bakery in Israel is different than a bakery in the U.S. Um, we have more variety. So when you say bakery in Israel, um, you know you can go and also get something to eat. So we, we, we're not only doing souvenirs, we are also doing, it's a savory bakery. We're doing challah, pita bread, and, and special savory pastries. And, and, we, and we saw there was a need in, in a Jewish bakery, Israeli bakery, in San Francisco. There is nothing like this in the, in this, in the entire Northern California. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I don't know any other kosher bakeries nearby or, or anything like that. There is some bakeries. There is a grand bakery, but they, they make halas and mostly halas and some cookies, but not uh, what we do here. The extent we do here, we have special machinery bought from Israel. Oh, okay. So even the equipment is is from Israel. Yes. Oh, okay. Why? Because you can only make some, you know, some special pita bread or other kind of products only with this equipment. I heard about Frenna Bakery a couple of years ago. Back then, their Sufkin yacht flooded my Instagram feed with elaborate, decadent-looking donuts. Different flavors included Ferrero Rocher, Kinder Bueno, something pink with rainbow sprinkles, something drizzled with white and dark chocolate, another with what looked like Oreo cookie crumbles. The list went on. Today, they're only making a few versions. The traditional two kinds filled with strawberry jam and vanilla custard, and a third, more unusual version filled with halva a soft fudge-like Persian candy made with sesame or pistachio. My dad loves halva. This year, Isaac decided to keep it simple. Despite a substantial local following, the business did struggle throughout the pandemic. In fact, before I made it over to Frena on Friday last week, the business had been closed for nearly four months. My visit coincided with their reopening, just in time for Hanukkah. What was the response like when you first opened? It was crazy. We had a line out the door for a few months throughout through the block. And it was great. It was very busy. And we grew the menu. We, we did a lot of catering for the business, business offices around here in downtown. COVID kind of slowed everything down, fortunately. We, clo- we, were clo- we were actually closed for four months. When? Uh, right now. The store is closed. Oh, so yeah. really? Yes, we are reopening again on Hanukkah. Oh my gosh, okay, that's awesome. I didn't realize that you guys have been closed for four months. What, why, or what was the specific reason for, for having it closed this, this recently? Well, unfortunately, the downtown never recovered from the COVID. Uh, you know, the, bit, the, the, the offices are empty. There's not enough tourists yet. So there is a, it's a slow. We could, we can just we couldn't do it anymore, and so now we Hanukkah miracle. The shop has been struggling with so many offices closed during the pandemic and more people working from home, along with the downturn in tourism the last couple years in the city. Looking around the shop, it made sense. The front of the store had been effectively turned into a storage space, 
with stacks of pastry boxes casually arranged on tables, drop cloths covering counters, and only a few bottles of juice stocked in the fridge by the register. Even the front itself was still locked with its iron gate closed. As I waited for Isaac to arrive that morning, a couple of people knocked on the glass front window, trying to ask me if the bakery was open. Despite the temporary closure, right now the timing seemed appropriate for them to dust themselves off and get the ball rolling again, especially in time for Hanukkah. For those of you who don't know, Hanukkah marks an eight-day celebration for the Jewish people. In the second century BC, Greek Syrian soldiers desecrated a sacred Jewish temple in an ongoing war. A Jewish revolt successfully drove the soldiers out and the temple was reclaimed. According to the story, there was only enough oil to keep the flames of the menorah lit for one day. But miraculously, the flames stayed lit for eight days, allowing the Jewish rebels time to get more fuel to replenish them. Since then, the event has been celebrated as a major holiday, where at the end of every day during a week, usually in November or December, a candle is added to the nine-branched menorah. The ninth candle is used to light the rest. The menorah is usually displayed in a window as a reminder that the miracle inspired the holiday. Sufkinyat come into play because of how they are made. So tell me, for people who don't know, what is the history of this particular, this particular pastry? So Hanukkah is, uh, one of the miracles of Hanukkah is that uh, once the, the Jews restored the temple and took it back, uh, they only had one small can of oil for the menorah. And this can of oil is supposed to, by nature, to last for one day, and it lasted for eight days. So uh, as, a memor- as a memory of the miracle, and, uh, we are eating um, food that have fa- uh, oil. So latkes are fried uh, on and sufganiot, um, fried with oil. So oil is a symbol also of wealth and abundance and, 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 and good, goodness. Okay, yeah. Fat and oil definitely <laughs> are important. So then what about the, the filling? Why, is, why do you think strawberry jelly became kind of the standard? I guess this is a good question. <laughs> I guess it just, um, it just tastes good and it's a good combination. The process for making sufkinyat is similar in some ways to your standard donut, but it's quite different in other ways. It starts with the dough. The dough is denser than the sort of dough used in donuts. According to Isaac, it's more like a bread and winds up tasting more like a fried bread when it's finished. In the back of the shop is where the magic happens. There are giant mixers side by side, large enough that I could sit in one if I tried. Don't worry, I didn't. Metal racks and long silver tables are covered with the round pillows of dough in various stages of the process. So we start with the dough, with the mixer, the big mixer over there. Mm-hmm. After we mix it, there is a special machine. Isaac takes me over to the middle of the bakery floor to a simple enough looking machine. Then he took the lid off. Inside were an array of doohickeys, doodads, and metal bits that apparently, with the flick of a switch, helped the dough get its uniform shape. Giant globs of dough are fed into the top of the machine, and when they come out the other end on a conveyor belt, they're the exact same little pillows of goodness. Cut the dough, weight, each each donut, each sufganiyah will have the same size, same weight. So it weighs and cut it, and make it a round ball. 
after it makes it to shape to a, to a ball, we put it in a proofer to proof. Proofing, if you're a fan of the Great British Bake Off like myself, is known as an essential part of the baking process. Whatever dough has been made needs time in a warm, enclosed space, undisturbed, for a good amount of time in order to get the delicious consistency we desire. In Isaac's Bakery, the proofing area is about the size of a walk-in closet, and one foot inside I felt like I was in a mild sauna. After it proof for about an hour and a half, they come out round and fluffy, <laughs> and we let them outside to dry a little bit. Okay, why does it need to dry? Because if it's, if it's if there is moisture around them, when you fry them, it won't they won't be their the crunch won't be as good. We all like a little crispy crunch, don't we? The sufkin yacht go into the fryer for about six minutes, according to Isaac. The outside needs to achieve that gorgeous golden brown on both sides before it's acceptable to eat. So, do you add the fillings after? Yes, so after they come from the fry, you have to cool down for half an hour and then you have to fill them up. Okay, so all in all, how long does it take to, to make one? One batch takes about five hours. Five hours, so when you said that they've been working since 5 a.m., you weren't kidding. Yes. The Sufkin Yacht are definitely a labor of love, but it's worth it for Isaac and his employees, and it's definitely worth it for his customers. While we were in his bakery chatting, one customer had been waiting outside for his order for quite some time before they were ready. David had driven all the way to the bakery from Novato to get the precious donuts for an early Hanukkah party he was throwing that night. So you were racing trying to find Sufkin Yacht? Yeah, it's really hard to find any kind of Hanukkah catering before the first night of Hanukkah for some reason in the Bay Area. David was having his party early to accommodate some of his guests, and he was running around San Francisco and the East Bay picking up supplies. Frenna Bakery was his first stop of the day. Yeah, it's um, like a mix of Jews and non-Jews at the party, and some of the non-Jews had to go away for Christmas, so we had to hold it early, and the, apparently that conflicted with the policy of every restaurant in the Bay Area. <laughs> okay. David was picking up a batch of 14 Sufkin Yacht, a mix of strawberry and custard filled. This was his first time coming to Frenna, but he found out about it the way most people find out about places these days. Um, best Sufkin Yacht Bay Area? Google. Oh, okay. <laughs> sometimes, yeah, sometimes Google is helpful. Surprisingly large number of results, but 99% of them were not available. David got his order filled and went on his way, and Isaac reflected on how the rest of Friday will be a quiet day compared to what they had ahead. On Sunday, the first night of Hanukkah, Isaac guessed they'd be making around 3,000 Sufkin Yacht. He's looking forward to the hustle and bustle of his customers coming back in full force. Well, we really miss the crowd, the feeling of, um, of the community and, and, and the holiday feeling. And we're happy we can take a part in providing this and adding, um, adding feeling and vibe to the holiday. And I'm just waiting for Sunday to see all the faces uh, back in the store, all the clients and the noise and the yelling. <laughs> what kind of yelling? <laughs> Mostly in Hebrew. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, is the, is the local community really excited to have you back? Have you heard anything from your old customers? Yeah, of course. Social media, they, everybody were happy. Uh, they're waiting to come. We get a lot of phone calls. People are asking about our hours. We're going to be open. We're going to open. On Sunday at 9 a.m., uh, every day next week we're going to open 9 a.m. And we're also going to sell pizza. We make, uh, we have a big oven here, 
So we're going to do, we have a special Italian pizza that we do, handmade, um, with the best flour possible. So, kosher pizza. All right, very cool. Well, I can't wait to hear how Sunday goes. So now, would it be possible for me to buy some, even though I didn't do a pre-order? Of course, what a question. <laughs> okay, great, I really would like to buy some. Of course, I couldn't leave without getting some of the legendary donut myself. I got a batch of six, which I shared on Sunday, the first day of the holiday, with the Jewish side of my family, my dad and my grandma. Neither of them had heard of Sufganyat either, so I relished the opportunity to teach them something about our culture that they didn't know. My grandma and I both agreed that the dough was the perfect balance. Not too sweet, cut perfectly with the tartness of the strawberry jelly. Although my dad was not as impressed, he was intrigued by the halva-filled version the bakery was selling. I knew I'd have to go back soon and get what I could before everything was gone. Because even on Friday, as Isaac assumed it would be a slow day, another customer lined up in front of the glass side entrance and knocked, just as I was heading on my way. Uh, Hanukkah is for everybody and everybody can enjoy souvenirs, so come visit and you won't be disappointed. This episode of Bay Current was written, reported, and narrated by me, Natalia Gravich. Editing and production by Matt Pittman. For more Bay Area stories like this one, subscribe to Bay Current on the Odyssey app, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, oh.